Good afternoon and welcome to a new edition of the Big Joel Show. Today is going to be a very exciting day because I am here with my friend Brian Minkow. Most of you in real estate and mortgage world have probably heard that name before. Brian is, uh, I'm going to use the word parentally or for as long as I can remember, either the top guy in the country or one of the top guys in the country uh, for mortgage production. Uh, Brian works uh, for Homebridge Financial Services. And Brian, I'm going to butcher this. Can you correct me? He's a producing, is it a producing divisional manager? What are they calling you now? Just tell me real quick. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a producing divisional vice president, something like that. A guy who's in charge of a lot of stuff. Uh, so just, 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 just real quick, just to get the bona fides out there. Uh, you know, Scotsman's Guide uh, rankings, uh, 2014, third in the country. 2015, number one. 2016, number two. 2017, number three. I don't know. He must have gone on vacation or something. But 2000, <laughs> 2017, 760 units. For three hundred and twenty-five million dollars, uh, actually, that's Mortgage Executive Magazine, not uh, Scotsman's Guide ranking. So, uh, you know, it's exciting to have Brian with me today as I try to bring you, the audience, more information to help you in your business. And this guy is full, full of all kinds of good stuff. But in the guise of time, um, I just want to start with Brian. I'm going to just I'm going to tee up here because. One of the first times we met each other, uh, we were doing that little, uh, you were doing your little speech for the rookies at Prospect Mortgage. Remember that? And I'll never forget what you said. It was so awesome. And I want to start with this because I want everyone to hear it. And and you kind of looked at people, oh, Brian, what's your secret? And they were all raising their hand and standing up because they were in the presence of greatness. You know, they were like, oh, it's Brian Minkow, oh, number one. And and they were all like, Brian, what's the secret? What do you do? What's the secret? And you said, yeah, uh, work eight hours. And they all went, wait, wait, what? What? And then you said, no, 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 I mean really work eight hours. Not go to the office at nine and leave at five. And who knows what you do? Actually be productive for eight hours. And as we go into 2018 and all the constriction and all the things going on and all the technology and all the really cool stuff that's happening where all these loan officers are worried about, am I going to make it? Am I going to, am I going to be here in a year? You know, is, is, is uh, something going to replace me? Technology expand on that a little bit in your business. I always tell people, yeah, if I text Minkow right now at like 4am, that sick, you know what, it's going to text me back. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. that doesn't mean you don't have a life because I know you're a great golfer and you love your kids and everything. But expand on that a little bit on working eight hours. Talk to me. Yeah, I mean, so, uh, you know, it's so funny because everybody talks about, hey, how do you do it? What's your secret? There has to be something. And to be honest, there really is nothing. All I do is I come in every day and I work hard and I get it done. And what happens is in this industry, everybody thinks about, oh, technology and online and do this and do that and all those things. While those things are very helpful, at the end of the day, getting a, you know, a mortgage is, is something that's not easy, especially right now. And all the flyer wants to know is, am I going to get 
a loan. Can you assure me that I'm going to get a loan? And when you say to them up front, just follow what I say, I want you to do this, I want you to do that, and blah, 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 you'll get a mortgage. So it doesn't matter you know, if somebody earns $40,000 a year or, you know, $8.9, million every year, they are still fearful, am I going to get this loan? So I just walk them through it, tell them what we got to do and just kind of hold their hand all the way um, through it. Now, you know, I, I love listening to you say that because you're old school like me. Uh, I think I might be just a tad older than you. I'm not going to say how much you're older. You're a lot older Stop than me. it. <laughs> but, uh, but I love to hear you just go back. You know, I've, I've, I coach lots of loan officers. And I work with a lot of top producers and a lot of people across the country. And with all the technology coming out, you know, with the, with the, with the loan officers that don't get it, that don't understand what you just said, which is 96% of them. They are taking that technology and they are just jumping on it and tossing people into it at 100 miles an hour. And I use the I use the analogy that technology is like a steel ball. You are throwing your people at a steel ball. Whatever technology your company has to do everything online up front, if you just throw them in there and you don't talk to them, you don't walk them through it, you are just literally throwing them into a steel ball. And I always tell people, I give them the analogy, can you put some fuzz on that thing? I mean, can you can you make it nicer? Can you make it warmer for the customer? And now they're hearing from you, a guy that does 750, I know you've done 1,000 loans before, whatever, a year saying, yeah, I'm talking to the customer and walking them through. And it's a huge message for them to hear because you know what? That takes a lot of time. And that's actually not easy. So, you know, you're saying, ah, I don't really do anything. You know, I just show up and I work. Well, what you just said is one of the hardest things for loan officers to do, to sit and connect with someone on the phone, deal with their stress, forget about agents and home inspectors and appraisers, sorry, and underwriters, processors, and closers, right? Now you're just talking about that stressed out person. Doesn't matter how much money they make. They can make, like, what'd you say, 40,000 a year, 8.9 million a year. Doesn't matter. They all still have the same stress, Top three stressful things in life, most stressful, death of a family member, divorce, and buying or selling a home. So actually working eight hours, I think, is pretty foreign to many loan officers. I think they come in, they hang out, they maybe look around for some donuts, they make a couple of calls, they send a thousand emails, go to lunch, and they're gone. Literally gone. Would you agree with that? They're, they're, They're out of there. I mean, I mean, so it's that's so uh, accurate. I mean, and what's so funny is when you talk about the technology and this and that, and so many loan officers say to their client, "Hey, go to my website, fill this out, do that, do this." I don't do any of that. I never send them to my website. I never have them fill out anything online. Why? Because half of them won't. The other half don't know how to. So what I do, unlike most others, is when I have somebody on the phone and they're ready to go, I go. I start filling it out. I start talking about loan programs and down payments and and blah, 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 blah. So I get them engaged 
immediately because when you just send them to your website, you, you never know what happens, right? You you don't know if they, you know, fill it out or, or you know, if they fill it out half-ass or whatever. So when I got them on the phone, I start and I go because you don't want to let them off the phone because once you let them off the phone, they can start going, oh, I'm going to call this guy or, oh, I'm going to look online and I'm going to look at this and I'm going to do that. And then they forget who they even were on the phone with. Right. So I get them up front, get it going so they don't shop it. They don't start calling. They don't do anything. So, yes, you, you know, technology is fantastic, but. I kind of do it the opposite. I'm totally old school. So, so you know, the 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 what what loan officers would say, which is incredible. They say this to me all the time. Yeah, well, Joel, that takes too much time. And then and then I say to him, so how do you think your agent partners, the people referring you, these people feel about you thinking that it actually takes too much time? To actually speak to the person that they referred to you, which, by the way, they might have sold them five houses. They might have gotten 27 referrals from them. This is very important. This person is very important to them. And the loan officers are literally thinking, no, 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 no. That takes too much time. And the best part is the ones that say that, I'll say to them, so how many loans you closed last month? And they'll go, oh, three. And I'll go, what did you do with the whole rest of your month? You've got to be kidding me. What do you mean you didn't have enough time to bond with someone for 10 minutes, 15 minutes on the phone? You know, another thing, Brian, a bunch of people I work with now, the top producing guys, what they'll do is they'll use the technology, but they literally log in and they're doing it like for the client. You know, they're using it, but it's the same thing you're doing. They're doing it with them, you know, just to get it in there. They're not bouncing them in there because you're correct. They are gone. So message number one from Brian Minkow Actually work eight hours. I know I said it, but I just said it for him. He was going to say it. Work eight hours. That means actually go to work and work eight hours. Message number two, you have plenty of time to connect with your clients, with people that want to get loans. And if you don't, they disappear into thin air. And the best part, Brian, I don't know how it is where you are, but when I start working with a loan officer and I'll say, hey, let me see your uh, underwriting sheets. And I'll start looking at the conditions. And there's all these crazy conditions they have to chase. Kids' ages, years of school, all the stupid, crazy stuff that you could have gotten one minute. And there's, all, there's teams of people chasing it down because the loan officer threw them into technology. The customer saw that, blew it off, says, that's not important, my loan. Who cares? And then someone has to come around the back and chase it. That's it's, right. it's, it's, That's right. it's crazy. Now, now That's I'm right. guessing, I already know this question, but this is rhetorical, but I'm guessing this is one of the things that endears you to your agent partners is you're actually speaking to their clients. Talk about right. that a little bit. I mean, so, you know, at the end of the day, when you start a actual file, why not spend, you know, the extra three to four uh, of minutes up front, fill it out correctly, fill it out right, get a complete file in because what happens is so many loan officers take a file, they throw it together, they throw it against the wall and go, man, I hope this thing works. I mean, it's just <laughs> so retarded. It's just crazy. So what we do is we actually take the whole file up front, get it completely underwritten up front. 
So when we speak to the buyer, when we speak to the realtor, all we're saying is, okay, the file is good. Just get out of our way and let us get it done. And then when the file gets turned into the underwriter, the, the underwriter absolutely loves our files. Why? Because they're completed, they're accurate, and when the loans come out, there's one condition, two conditions. Uh, uh, if there's more than four, I'm like, well, what the hell happened here, guys? There needs to be one condition, two conditions, and then, you know, let's go. So at the end of the day, one of the most important things you can do is when you turn in a file, spend the extra five minutes, fill it out correctly, put the correct information in the file. So when it gets to underwriting, it gets in and it gets out. I learned a long time ago that if you turn in a file, which I'm going to say shit. So if you turn in this shit file in, the file's going to come out shit, right? It, it just is. Shit turn begets right. shit. Amen. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, you know, I, I uh, did a lot of the training I do. I literally, I'll look loan officers in the eye once they know me a little bit so I don't completely scare them off. And I'll go, so let me explain something to you. So you should have literally zero conditions on your loans. They're like, wait, wait, what? I'm like, yeah, zero. They go, well, what if it's a TBD or a prequal or whatever, you know, without a property address? And I'll say, okay, then you can have contract and title work and appraisal. And they go, yeah, but, but I'm like, no, 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 there's no buts. If there are any conditions on that file, you either didn't get it up front or you got overconditioned and you need to call the underwriter and say, hi, it's Brian Minkow. How you doing? Hey, condition three and seven, remove them now. They're already in the file. Meaning there's nothing in between. Either you didn't get it or they overconditioned you. You know, again, loan officers thinking, I don't know why they think this. I kind of do know why, but I'm not going to say. Because there's a lot of coaches and trainers out there that teach this stuff or whatever. You have to do it in one minute and delegate everything and get it off your desk. And They don't understand. They're, they're turning something that could have taken 60 minutes and been done into like six hours. To, to, right. to get done because of all the bodies, you know, I'll never forget. I was in a, in a meeting, uh, you know, in Florida with a big producer and his, uh, in his, uh, loan off LOA. And I said, what can he do better for you? And she said, uh, uh, he could, um, you know, when, when someone's been at their employer less than a year, you know, it'd be nice if he got me the information for the, for the past employer. And the loan officer kind of looked at her and said, you know, hey, that's your job. You get that collected, call a person and get it. And I said, okay, cool. And I looked at her and I said, how long does that take you? She said, I don't know, 45 minutes. I says, it takes you 45 minutes to track that down when he could have got it in 45 seconds Correct. up front. And his eyes got big and he said, I'll be getting that from now on. Meaning I don't think a lot of loan officers even understand what's going on. Then they're mad. They're mad at ops. They're mad at everyone but themselves. And everyone's working five times as hard on their files. You know, I don't know how it is at your company. I'm sure you see this. This is how it is at most companies. One of the biggest frustrations for top producers is their loans are getting jammed up behind someone that didn't do their job. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy. Um, now, your agents. So let's talk about this for a second. Your agent partners. A lot of loan officers will push back on me and go, yeah, but Joel, I, I just got to give a pre-approval right away. You know, I got to give a letter because the agents are jumping up and down and they'll say, oh, this so-and-so over at XYZ will give it to me. You know, why won't you give it to me? Tell, tell, share a little bit of that because that's what they're thinking, by the way, when they're hearing you. 
That's <coughs> oh, he doesn't understand because in my market, I got to give a letter in two seconds. Talk about that a little bit about you know letters and docs. Well, I will tell you, there's probably not a um, a more competitive market than you know L.A. <laughs> That's the bottom line. Okay, and at the end of the day, you as the loan officer must educate your realtor and you have to say to them look i don't give you a pre-approval letter until i am very comfortable this file is going to go and they'll say why i'll say because what happens guys is when you turn in the offer and you turn in the uh, the actual pre-approval letter what I do, unlike nobody, no other loan officer does, is I call the listing agent and I say, hey, you got this offer from so-and-so. Yes. Well, let me tell you about the offer. They've got X amount down. They've got a FICO score of Y and blah, 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 blah. And by the way, the loan is already approved and ready to go. And they go, what do you mean? I said, I've got all their docs up front. So all I need is escrow, title, and the appraisal, and I'm rolling. Oh, really? I say, yeah. Then I say, oh, and by the way, I know you've got eight other offers on this property. Go ahead and do a 21-day escrow. No problem. And they're like, 21 days? I'm like, no problem. Easy. Get it in. So then what happens is the actual listing agent will call the buying agent and they'll be like, oh, my God, I love your loan officer. He called me. He walked me through the file. I know that there's eight other offers. I'm going to take your offer, blah, 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 blah. So then the offer gets accepted. The actual buying agent's like, holy mackerel, that's awesome. The buyer's excited. And then what else have I done? I've now started a relationship with the listing agent. So when this loan closes, guess what? Then I'm going after that listing agent and say, hey, I got your loan done in 18 days. I told you that there was going to be no issues, blah, 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 blah. Can we work on something else? So that's how right now I've got like 680 agents because I started very softly and then at the end, it's over. <laughs> now, um, I want to get. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm, I won't let you skate on this. I want to go a little deeper because um, okay. people don't understand this, and they push back on me all the time. And I actually, tell them, well, it's hard work. So, the fact that the agent referring you the buyer is on board with you coming hard for the docs is a big, big piece. And where weak Huge. loan officers push back is out of control, weak loan officers with weak relationships with the agents, they will push back on me. They're like, yeah, but Joel, you don't understand. I love that one. Joel, you don't understand. My market's different. I'm like, no, it's not. There's no different market in the whole, basically, in the world. They're all the same from Casper, Wyoming to, you know, L.A. It's all the same. The agents all act the same way. Mm -hmm. Um, Tell the the 
tell everybody that, 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 you know, that's not easy, that that takes time, that you actually have to spend time with the agents and teach them because there's not an agent out there that on day one, if you say, by the way, I'm going to need all the docs and this is why, that on day one without them knowing you, they'll go, okay. They don't do that because most loan officers don't do that. So you're automatically different and, and there's a whole piece that goes into getting them to buy in. So talk a little bit about that relationship piece. Are you doing that over time at lunch? Are you doing that with just programming? Are you doing, you know what I'm trying to ask? Because they're Absolutely. thinking that because they're thinking, oh, that Brian can do that because he's a stud and he does tons of loans and everyone knows who he is. I'm, I'm telling you, that's what people think. You know, they don't realize what went into you getting where you are. Right. Right. I mean, look, when I have a, a brand new relationship with a realtor, one of the first things I say is, is I say, have you ever had a loan go sideways? And if they, and if they answered no, number one, they're full of shit. They're lying. Or yeah. number two, they don't do any volume at all. Right. So one of those two. Right. But most agents go, oh, my God, yes, this, that, blah, blah, blah. So I say to them, how would you like to make sure that I can guarantee you that you're not going to have that problem? And they say, well, God, how, how do you do that? I said, it's very simple. I gather everything up front, every piece of document. I gather up front. Yes, the upfront process takes a little bit longer, not hours, just a little bit longer. This way, when you present the offer, I have the confidence that I can call the listing agent and say, I got this. Take my offer. I know there's nine offers. Take my deal. I'm going to close in 21 days. I got it. Just know that. So so once you get the buying agent to understand what you're doing up front, then they're telling the buyer, hey, listen, you didn't get him your 2015 tax returns yet. And hey, you didn't get him the assets. I can't present your offer until you give him that. So then it's this whole tag team effect, right? I'm going after them. My LOAs are going after them. And the realtor who who won't write the offer until they do it. That makes it perfect, right? That's kind of how I kind of so, so, so those of you listening that are, you know, active coaching with me or that have coached me before you, you're thinking, oh, you told Brian to say this, Joel, because he's saying you guys sound like twins, except he's pounding monster right now. Some kind of energy drink. I know. Well, well, because he's, he's pounding rockstar. He didn't get paid for that, by the way. He's pounding rockstar. Um, but, but very, very important. I want to repeat this. I wrote it down. It's, 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 it's the simplest, most genius question ever. Huge takeaway. Have you ever had a loan go? You can use the word sideways. You can use the word bad. You can use lots of adjectives there. But have you ever had a loan blow up? And then Brian quickly said, if they say no, they're lying or they don't sell a lot of real estate. And that's the opener with a brand new relationship for for him to then explain, hey, you know, you, I'm going to be a little different than the people you're used to working with. I'm going to be extremely thorough up front. You know, I would add in there, Brian, so you get paid on time and your people are happy. We all know they like to hear that. You know, so you get paid and your people are happy 
and they give you more referrals, and they're glad that they got referred to this Brian Minkow guy who, you know, they called three people, and two people just said, oh, you're approved. And one guy was like, yeah, I'm going to need these 12 things. And they went, wait, wait, what? Well, the other guys didn't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. This is why I sent you over there, because he does care, and you are going to close on time. So, Brian, tell me a little bit under the guise of time. We started a little bit late. I apologize for that. Um Tell me, what do you think of the market right now? Where, where do you think it's going? What do you think it looks like? What are you seeing? I, I'm seeing a little bit of a delayed market right now, slow in the first quarter. A lot of loan officers I'm working with now are, are busy, actually, in the middle of yeah. the summer. They're, they're, they're kind of cooking. Are you still seeing a hardcore seller's market with multiple offers? Is it easing off a little bit? What do you think in the big picture with all the technology? Uh, just give us a little market view. Yeah, absolutely. I mean... I will tell you the first quarter to the second quarter, it was uh, a, a little bit slower. I think the actual buyers were like, wait a minute, what happened to the interest rates? What are they at now? Right. So they got a little bit like, whoa, maybe I shouldn't buy right now. Well, even now, home values are continuously rising, right? I'm seeing multiple offers on almost every home. And in, you know, Southern Cal right now, the inventory is so small. So the second a house hits the market, there's 10 showings, there's four offers. So so it's continuously doing that right now. Now, do I see the market continuously rising. I mean, right now I don't see values going down. Okay. But I also see the market being competitive where even if somebody puts a house up at, you know, four ninety nine, they're not going to sell that house at four ninety nine, right? They're going to sell that house at five twenty, five thirty, because there's multiple offers. Now, so many people say to me, Oh yeah, but here we go again, oh seven, oh eight, values are gonna go down to the toilet and blah, 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 blah. And you know, I don't really see that in the Southern California market, and I'll tell you why. Because nobody remembers back in 05, 06, 04, you know, where you didn't qualify, right? You didn't turn in tax returns. <laughs> you didn't do any of that stuff. All you needed was a heartbeat and, oh, I got a loan, right? Breathe on the mirror, right? So, <sighs> exactly. Approved. Exactly. Yeah. Approved, done, order docs, yeah, right? Yeah. So now, since people are actually qualifying to buy these homes and they're actually putting money down to buy these homes, I, I don't see 07, 08 happening. Now, there is a, a, a point where values are going to have to start slowing, but right now, Southern Cal is crazy, man. It's a crazy, crazy market. I'm slammed again, thank God, and we're just rolling. Yeah. So so uh, average age of uh, loan officers in the country right now, 53 and a half, 53.5. Um, you and I both know, because we've both been doing this, I don't want to combine the years and scare people, but it's a long time if we combine both of us. But w- what kind of advice would you give? Because I tell people all the time, greatest career ever. You know, I tell them, hey, look, uh, you know, if you if you do a residency, uh, meaning like if you're in med school, I mean, if you, if you live in the hospital for two years, 
get paid nothing. Then you'll get paid like a doctor. Meaning if you're willing to invest you know, the, the, the time, it's the greatest career ever. Uh, what would you tell new people, younger people, transitioning people? What are the most important things in your mind today? 2018, taking technology, taking everything into effect. What should they be doing you know, after they do their hours and they get their, they get licensed, what are the things, you know, I'd love to hear from your perspective, you know, what do you need to do? What are the most important things you need to just come out of the gate and do? I'll preface by saying, you know, I always tell them, by the way, Saturday and Sunday is Monday and Tuesday for two years. You know, I start with that, which is, yeah. you know, you want to get hit by a car, stand in traffic. You want to meet agents, <laughs> go where they are, right? But give me your, give right. me your top three, top two, top whatever, what, what, okay. what would you tell someone? Because we need new people. I mean, I, I mean, look, I will tell you, uh, number one, I'm not in the in the fifties uh, yet. Thank God. Uh, number one, uh, number <laughs> You're two. You're very close. Very close. <laughs> hey, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, look, I I would tell them, look, even today, even though I've been doing this over twenty years. I still work Saturday. I still work Sunday. I still go into the office almost every day and I still get caught up. Number one. Number two, the most important thing you can do is be available. I can't tell you how many loans I get because somebody wants to write an offer on, at, you know, five Oh one, on a Friday evening, the, the realtor tries to get a hold of their loan officer who works out wherever, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm gone. I'll take care of it." You, you know, on you know m- m- Monday, and then they're like, "Monday, I, I got to write this offer now. I got to get things going now." And they're like, "Oh, don't worry, just write it." Blah blah. Then they say, "Okay, yeah, we're not going there because especially like California, Southern Cal, it's a crazy market." So they'll call me at you know, 10 at night. Hey, I need this. I need that. I need this. I need this. And what do I do? I call them back, right? I call them back. I will, you know, answer their call, whatever. Because at the end of the day, if you're not available, guess what? They're going to go to the next one who is available. And that next one most likely is going to be myself and I'm going to answer the call <laughs> and I'm going to take the loan from you. And then you're going to be like, what just happened? Well, well, you know, what just you got, happened? You got, you got mink out. I'm working. Right, right. Yeah. I'm working and you know, you're not right. But that's one. And number two, the most important, the other most important thing you can do is when you're speaking to the buyer and you're speaking to the agents, you need confidence in your voice. You need to tell them, I got this. Don't worry. Get out of the way and let me get it done. Because right now, when somebody writes a 45 day escrow, good luck. You're not getting accepted. You're just not right. So when you go, oh, my God, I can't close in, you know, 21 days or I can't close in 14 days. I can't close in whatever days. Right. That agent goes, wait a minute. What? Why? I just spoke to another guy, Brian at Homebridge. He can do it. Why can't you? Oh, well, I got this and I got it. Right. So at the end of the day, just be available. Number one. Also, make sure that you're confident. 
And the only way you're going to be confident is what? To have the whole file up front. So you know that you're not going to have any hurdles. That's okay. kind of no, no, no. I like that. I like I it. I like. I like it a lot. Um, yeah. um, and and you know, um, your your answer to the only way you're going to be confident is an answer that is defendable that nobody could push back on because you know you didn't say know all the guidelines or having closed five thousand loans. You didn't say any of that. Which newer loan officers, well, of course, Brian's confident. He closes a thousand loans a year. Well, of course, he's going to be confident. He knows more than me. That's not what you said at all. You could be a brand new loan officer closing one loan a month, but if you have all the docs, you can speak with the same confidence. Everyone that Brian Minkow speaks with the same way. Are you going to be as smooth as him on the phone? No. But that's fine. But you can be just as confident that you're going to be able to get it done. Now, the be available, I mean, I love that. What I always say, Brian, is you have to earn the right to not be available. And the best producers in the country actually are always available. They might forward their phone to somebody else if they're doing something, but they are available. I love when I get an out-of-office email from a loan officer out there, if you all are listening, out-of-office emails to clients and agent partners is you literally, you may as well write, hi, I don't want your business, period. And you may as well, you may as well just make that your out-of-office email because if you ask <laughs> agents what they think when they see that, that is literally what they think. They think, this person doesn't want to work with me. Go ahead. I mean, sorry. I mean, I'm, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. That is so funny because I will be honest with you, Joel, in 21 years, I've never had a out-of-office email. That's ever, awesome. Ever, ever, ever. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah that's funny. I, I mean, well, it's a, it's, it's a crazy <laughs> premise. You're basically saying, no, I don't want your business. I don't want to work with you. Right. Well, what, what are you saying? So, um, all right, we're, we're, we're coming up on the end of time. Sorry we started late. You know, Brian, this is, uh, I don't know if you're having fun. I'm having fun. Maybe yeah, we do a part like two it. because I think there's some cool stuff that we can go super deep into. Just real quick for everyone, what's your handicap right now? You don't look that tan, which is scaring me. You've been wearing a big hat because I know uh, you're out there. I'm a, f- a free handicap. Okay, yeah. so so Brian Minkow, 700, 800, how many loans he's doing? Three handicaps, so he's still finding time to play golf. Now, he does play at 2 a.m., by the way, with the minor's cap on, but he's still still finding time to play golf. How are the kids? Everybody all good? Everybody's fantastic. Yeah, everybody's good? Everybody's good. All right. Again, we're wrapping up here. uh, Super podcast with Brian Minkow. So much fun. We've been trying to do this for a month now, and it's really been my bad with some camera issues because he's on the West Coast and I'm on the East Coast. But, Brian, thank you so much for your time and uh, have an awesome week week and a great rest of the summer. Awesome. Fantastic. Thank you. Bye-bye.